Today is Monday of the second week of Lent. A reading from the book of the prophet Daniel. Lord, great and awesome God, you who keep your merciful covenant toward those who love you and observe your commandments. We have sinned, been wicked and done evil. We have rebelled and departed from your commandments and your laws. We have not obeyed your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princes, our fathers, and all the people of the land. Justice, O Lord, is on your side. We are shame-faced even to this day. We, the men of Judah, the residents of Jerusalem, and all Israel, near and far, in all those countries to which you have scattered us because of our treachery toward you. O Lord, we are shamefaced like our kings, our princes, and our fathers for having sinned against you. But yours, O Lord, our God, are compassion and forgiveness. Yet we rebelled against you and paid no heed to your command, O Lord, our God, to live by the law you gave us through your servants, the prophets. The word of the Lord. I read this prayer of Daniel several mornings ago at the breakfast table amidst a lot of bad news. The New York Times on my iPhone highlighting a series of critical events throughout our world. A few nights ago, I researched the commentary on this passage. The book of Daniel was written in 160 BC when the people of Judah were suffering persecution from the Syrian tyrant Antiochus IV, who liked to be called Epiphanes. That's like saying, just call me God for short. The author of this apocalypse saw a parallel between his time and the time of the Babylonian exile. So he uses the figure of Daniel, pictured as a refugee in Babylon, to present a model for Jewish fidelity against all odds in his own second century BC time. The author is saying, we've got to pray a prayer of repentance like the one I'm putting on the mouth of Daniel during the similar experience our people had 400 years ago. Notice that Daniel is not wallowing in personal guilt. He's praying for all Israel, the collectivity of his people. We have sinned together. And he agrees with the authors of the Deuteronomist history that is, the books of Joshua, Judges, Samuel, and Kings, when they deal with the question, how is it that we, God's chosen people, have wound up here in exile without land, temple, and king? Their answer was, in a nutshell, we have rebelled against our God by not keeping the covenant of Sinai. For that, we have been rightly punished. But if we repent and resume worshiping our Creator by keeping the covenant again, we will again experience God's fidelity to his promises, for God never breaks his part of the bargain. So around 167 BC, some four centuries after the Babylonian exile, the author of Daniel is saying, let's face it, 
We have returned to Judah and rebuilt the temple, but we still are in genuine exile, a spiritual exile, not fully in tune with God's love for us or God's expectations of us. For over a thousand years now, this prayer has been read in today's Lenten Mass on the second Monday of Lent. It's an excellent penance prayer, a national act of contrition describing God's perfection and our imperfection. It is a prayer of sorrow and repentance for the many ways in which we have failed to listen to God and his messengers. It's a prayer which contains humility, worship, confession, and petition. So much of the time, these are not the words we hear from people's lips, at least not our own. As soon as something goes wrong, we often start looking around for someone or others to blame. Today's reading calls on us to point the finger at ourselves and to be aware of how we have failed, how we have sinned, how we have rebelled, and have much to be sorry for. As I pondered this prayer, I used we, the we of Daniel's prayer, and found myself trying to pray it as a citizen of the United States. And I found myself saying, we have sinned. Forgive us, Lord, for focusing too much on the personalities of leaders instead of the common good of the people they represent. Help us to focus on the justice that achieving the common good requires. Forgive us for forgetting that six and a half billion of us share your gift of this ancient and fragile planet, and for the times we have neglected to do our part in cutting back our pollution of the air we all breathe. Forgive us for preferring to see life as a possession to be defended instead of a gift to be shared. Forgive us for thinking that Lent is all about self-improvement instead of opening up to your view of the world and acting in that world as if you were truly its Lord and Savior. Forgive us and forgive me if this prayer has turned into a rant. But when I take seriously Daniel's we, a new awareness sets in, and I feel compelled to pray it. I now pray for the grace to live it. I'm Father Philip Dabney, a Redemptorist stationed in Washington, D.C.